up in the red room. Before the stars can be paid, there gotta be a dope ass story on the page. Let the beast about the cage that light about the dark. Can you build the inferno from the itty bitty spark? Coffee shop hustlers rise with the cream. A million other writers, same Hollywood dream. Your pen and paper, all like bullets in the gun. Write what you feel, say what you want in the red room. We say what we say, we do what we feel. We gotta keep it real in the red room. All about the crap, a screen riot. Fill my bottle up with lightning. Up in the red room. So look, if you guys are grown, let's go ahead and get in. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Hilliard Guest, and you guys are listening to the Screenwriters Rant Room, where we keep it real, we keep it opinionated, we keep it what, everybody? 2016. 2016. On this show, we discuss entertainment, TV, film, music, culture, but our focus is always screenwriting, stories, craft, and shit like that. So you guys here, my girl over here, Lisa Bolakaja, a.k.a. The Street Nerdist. Hey, AKA. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was about to say, Papadopoulos. Watch. watch. <laughs> I don't know where the fuck that came from. <laughs> like, Papadopoulos. I don't know where the fuck that came from. <laughs> it's a new one for you. It's a new one for you. Oh, my it's God. It's Ratchet. I just sister, Sophista Ratchet. <laughs> AKA, go get your daddy. <laughs> mm-hmm. AKA, watch your back. By uh, the way, that reminds me, I was just at um episode you probably saw on the break it down show mm-hmm. <clears throat> and they were like well next time we come into town we got to get lisa i know the Where I are they? Like, yeah, yeah. Do, they, do they just roll through town like if they, they just pop here? up hey hill we're here in town can we come by the i know they said that like, i totally oh, yes the break, break it down, it down i was so show. sad because oh, okay, i saw okay. it i'm like he did a show are they in la yeah oh, they just popped in they just popped in okay yeah, yeah i didn't even know i was gonna be on the air i thought they wanted to use my office to tape oh okay. and then they came and started setting up and i was like y'all who's coming i need to put them on the list they're like oh we're doing one with you oh okay okay bitch well hello down show. Yeah, definitely. Shout out to John and Pete. I know. It was such a good episode. I was like jealous. Mm-hmm. I was like, I want to talk about Kung Fu stuff and, and fun stuff like that. You know, I felt a little jealous, but hey guys, thanks. Yeah, definitely. We gave you a shout out there. Yeah. Yeah. That was really sweet. Thank exactly, you. Exactly. And then we got my man, little bro, Chris Derek, Christopher Derek from the world famous hotel. The Walker. world. The famous, world famous. <laughs> team writing a directing team pimp daddies himself okay <laughs> what's up chris not much just hanging out excited to be here today can you come a little closer to the mic i'm excited to be here today <laughs> <laughs> we were watching a fight the other night <sighs> which fight uh, Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But I, those Polish girls really yeah, in, showed some fighting. Yes, they really showed some fight. That, the girl who lost had a chin on her, <laughs> uh-huh. getting kicked in the chin a few times. I mean, kick me. Once and it wasn't even swallowed up. She still looked like a girl when it I was know. done. Kick me she once one in the chin. And you done? Like I'm, I'm done. Uh, you know what? That's enough. <laughs> What do they call it? Hematosum? Hematoma? Yeah, hematoma. I always call them. With them, them she got one of them hepatitis over there. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Exactly. Help help you. Help you. So, what's up, y'all? Welcome to the show. So, hey, I want. we were just talking about some shows, new shows that people should check out. And so, I want you to tell us some shows, whether it's TV shows. Mm-hmm. Um, movies. Or movies or something that you think that people should check out. And you were mentioning. Outside of America? Or outside what? of it could be outside of America. Mm-hmm. It could be India, America. Because uh-huh. um, you were mentioning chewing gum. Yes. And you just got done saying that it's like the British version. It's like of the British Black version Girl. of Awkward Black Girl, or even even Insecure. You know, Insecure. That's her yeah, show. Yes, right? a TV show. It's, yeah, it's, it's like yeah. Insecure, but the British version sped up on its head like five times. 
So tell, give us, give us, okay, tell us why. So why we should be checking the show as as you should watch the show because number one, well, number one, until we had an awkward black girl, we hadn't really seen an awkward black girl before on TV, Mm -hmm. right? So now we have a secure, now we have her. Rose up a level with the money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They on got a budget up. on this. On mother. a come up, yeah. Okay, HBO's like, here, bitch, here's three million right, episodes. Right, okay? right, right. Yeah, don't um, fuck around. <laughs> right, exactly. Right. Um, so we've never seen a character like this before. Hers is very, it's very urban. They live in a fucking council flat with a big tenement building. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's, it's, full, it's full of diversity. Here's what I love about the show. Everybody, every single character has some strange flaw. Oh. Hers is she's a virgin... And she's awkward as fuck. She has no idea how to deal with men. Mm-hmm. So she overdoes everything. <laughs> right? <laughs> that makes me embarrassed. Like, I exactly. like those shows where you get embarrassed for the character mm-hmm. and you're just like, don't do that. And then her. I hate shows like that. Do, I hate that. Uh, I can't watch that. And then I, mean, I, I, best, I, I watch it, but it makes me like, feel bad. It's like, like God damn it, why you do that? It's like curb your enthusiasm. It's so uncomfortable to watch, but it's still mm-hmm. funny. And then her boyfriend is like this God fearing wannabe, like, Bible belt preacher or something like mm. that so everything he does is all about the lord and yada 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 and she's sitting on a bed like taking her clothes off wanting to have sex with him and he's sitting there making a prayer <laughs> so it's like <laughs> the complete opposite he turns around he's like what are you doing right she's right. like oh you know all that god talk just makes me want to have sex <laughs> you know what I mean? like, it's like so fucking funny Aww. her best friend is um i think she's like indian or pakistani mm-hmm. And so she has like the perfect boyfriend who's not really perfect. Right. He looks good. Right. He's a big like football player looking dude, but he doesn't know how to have sex. Instead, she just wants him to grab her by the hair and want to fuck the shit out of her. And she, uh, he's just like, girl. oh, baby, I just <laughs> love being inside of you. And she's like, uh-huh. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Oh, and then there's this one little white kid right. who obviously they have a they have a crush on each other, right, but right. they haven't figured it out yet. Right. And he's just like this weird dude who's into poetry and stuff. And he's awkward. He's always in the wrong place at the wrong time, saying the wrong things. But he like always says something nice about how pretty she is, mm-hmm. and she does not get it. Like how, how long is each episode? They feel like thirty minutes. Okay, thirty. Yeah, I love it's that. So good. Oh, it's I so good. That. But every single I've only seen two. So it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Netflix okay. You know I, I'm late to the game, but it's. So good. It's called Chewing Gum. Everybody's been talking about it. And they break the fourth wall. She just talks to the camera a lot. But it's done well. But Mm -hmm. that's the show I was telling you. So you put up the fourth wall thing. Mm -hmm. There's a show on Amazon, BBC show, it's called Fleabag. Mm -hmm. So Fleabag. Now, what's interesting about it, which I didn't tell you guys before, is that the woman who stars in it, she's a playwright. Mm -hmm. And so she wrote and created and stars in her own show. So does this girl. And she won the BAFTA, too. Which is fascinating because... Not that many people over here really do that. I, I think they really kind of like, you know, they try to keep it really demarcated over here for some reason. But it's a similar kind of thing. Like, this is a girl that she and her best friend used to own this uh, cafe mm-hmm. that has this like weird like guinea pig mm-hmm. type of like motif to it. So people don't like to come in there because it looks doesn't look, doesn't look clean. <laughs> and so and she's wondering why she, have, why she didn't have any money. Mm-hmm. And her best friend killed herself mm-hmm. before the show begins. And she's it's kind of, a comedy. She's, it's comedy. <laughs> Man, yeah, <laughs> okay. and it's, she's kind of real with that, and it's mm-hmm. fascinating because it does. Like, now I think about like story wise, structure wise, what writers do is it's got a lot of flashbacks and a lot of mm-hmm. these kind of things where you that are and the flashbacks are like where the real heavy drama mm-hmm. with her. It's always her and her best friend before she, she died. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of interesting that it's like that's where 
like she minds the drama and in the present it's like she's fucking up like you know mm-hmm. she's got multiple boyfriends i mean mm-hmm. so like like she does a shit that you want to see where like that you know women have multiple boyfriends that they're doing all this kind of stuff that they're unapologetic about it that you know mm-hmm. that they don't that they that they have to adjust their sexual style based upon the guy that they're with because sure. they don't necessarily take the advantage they say, but just like you're saying the girl, mm-hmm. you know, the Pakistani girl, and it's, which I think is fascinating to you look at that, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like, um, and she's just a kook, the, the character, <laughs> like, you know, like she, you know, and, and she Love does that, I mean, she talks to the camera, which is mm-hmm. fun, but what's really funny is that she'll give looks. To the camera. When somebody says something, you oh, know, yeah, she does too. Stop she does too. She'll, she'll stop and even look at. Did he just say that? You know, or she'll mm-hmm. see someone dressed right. in a like. The, the, she's just trying to find this other guy in the show, and he's got these fucked up teeth. Like, like you think Vishy Buff bad teeth? <laughs> like this guy's got prosthetics on his teeth to make him look like beaver teeth. Mm-hmm. Like that's like you know it's not real. Right. But the way that it's handled is really funny, and I just think that. What I it's it's the tone of it is unlike what we get over here. It's mm-hmm. like the drama. They have a different humor. Yeah, they have a but the drama. But it, but we watch it to find it funny because it's because yeah. it's sex comedy. Because yeah. the dramedies over here, these little half hour things mm-hmm. like you know girls and Nurse Jackie, mm-hmm. like those aren't really funny. Yeah, they are, but they're not. But they're, yeah, you don't bust out laughing. Yeah, or, 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 right. or, or, yeah. or like um. Atlanta yeah. is not funny. No, you know, but I love it. But, but, you know, I and, laugh. And, and, and I, I wonder why that show is not an hour show. It should be Atlanta. I know, it could be. No, it could be. No, no, it could no, be. No, no. I'm going to talk about it in a minute. Yeah, but but, but yeah. so I feel, but I, I, feel, I mean, it, it, I understand why it is because it's so intense. But see, to me, that's only because I want more. Maybe that's, that's why I hate when it ends. Well, no, and, like, ah. and that's why this British mm-hmm. show feel yeah. is only six episodes. I was like, motherfucker, you couldn't have done eight. At least do eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, don't leave me with six. Yeah. Fuck, that's like nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just like, it's one of those things that, you know, there's another British show that was on Netflix this year. It's called um, Marcella. Yeah. Which is that great is, fucking She's like the drama. female Luther. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've yeah. mentioned that before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah, like it's the female really, Luther. Really good show. And I just feel like, you know, both those shows... They approached the subject matter in a way that I feel as much as we're in a point of where we got a lot of freedom in our American television, mm-hmm. it's there still seems to be like dividing mm-hmm. lines. And like they will and these these two shows that I'm gonna see chewing gum, like they they this blurred. Right. And I like that. You know, right. that's, I think something about that uh, too about Orphan Black kind of blurred those lines too. Yeah. There's a high degree of humor in that. Right. There's sure. maybe a little you wouldn't get in an American show. Right. Right. I would agree. I was going to say Marcella, definitely. <laughs> it came out back in, I want to say in January. Because I've been waiting for it because I was going through um, looking at, because I'm a real big fan of British shows, especially British drama, because I just love seeing stuff that's That's different. all I watch on Netflix. You know, I can't mm. deal with American shows anymore. Like, mm. they're so. They're so repetitive and derivative, mm-hmm. and it's just like, I just need to say something different. And so I got wind of that show because I was watching some other British show, and they said, if you like this show, you might like this show. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, when is it coming out? So when it came out, I sat and binged a whole weekend. I'm like, all right, this is my shit. So Marcella, also, once again, Black Mirror, Black mm-hmm. Mirror, Black Mirror. <laughs> <laughs> because it's like the grown-up Twilight Zone that mm-hmm. I always wish I could have. Because I love me some Twilight Zone, but I'm grown now. And I need like the grown people's version of it's it. It's advanced, and it's not like, the technology. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. and it yeah. makes me every episode makes me so anxious and uncomfortable in a good, delicious way. Mm-hmm. Like the the first episode that just came out in season three, it has um, Richie Cunningham's daughter. What's his name? Oh, uh, Bro- uh, 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 Bryce Dallas Howard. 
Yeah, Howard, Ron, Ron Howard's Howard. daughter. Yeah, Ron Howard's Little Richie Cunningham's daughter. <laughs> right, and she's amazing in the first episode of season three. It's one of those shows where the first season, season one. Um, Does she have a British accent? Uh, no, it's actually it's where is she? No, she's in the United States, which is interesting because usually it's in Britain. I'm like, don't come to the United States. Yeah. Don't, me- don't mess up a good thing. Mm-hmm. Don't try to get don't us all in there. No war now. Don't come Trump, here. Yeah, don't Trump mess. Involved. Don't mess it don't up. Mess up. But it's amazing because like the first season, there's only like three episodes. I think the second season had three or four, and this season because Netflix picked it up and they're uh, doing the seasons, they actually gave us six. So I've been, I have one more left to watch because I've been weaning it out because <laughs> it's going to probably be another two years before it comes back. But I love it because it's sci-fi, it's near future, um, it's really smart, and mm-hmm. every episode makes you think. And the one with Bryce Dallas Howard, it's about social media, and the episode basically is for every like you get, that determines your whole entire life, whether yeah. your job, whether um, uh, you can get like good seats on an airplane, yeah. Uh, credit cars, scores, get, all of that. Credit scores, yeah. your housing. <laughs> not based, own. not based on, based on whether people like you or not. And wow. so there's just this great episode where basically one of her best friends from childhood invites her to come to this wedding, and so she's trying to. And her best friend is like this socially, you know, the, the person, the rich people. It's everything she wants, and by being connected to these people, they'll she'll get more social likes, and it just shows how things go downhill from there. But oh hmm. god, I loved it, and. Um, oh God! What is her name? She wrote the episode. Uh, the sister who Quincy Jones's daughter, Rashida Jones. Rashida Jones. Rashida Jones. Rashida. I think so. Is yeah. The actress. She, yeah, yeah. Rashida. Yeah. It was, it was on Parks and Recreation. Yes, she's yeah. the one who wrote that episode. Yeah, oh, really? yeah, Rashida, it's really, yeah. really, really good. Um, another show, of course, we talked about it before, and I just, I hands down, um, Atlanta. Like mm-hmm. it had ten episodes. I was sad because yeah. uh, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I didn't realize that it was in this. I mean, I knew it was a short term, mm-hmm. but I was in such denial. I didn't know it was 10. I mean, I thought it was going to end at 8, and all of a sudden I was like, I was, oh, I got another one. I was hoping it'd be like 13 or something. Yeah. And then, like, you know, because usually when it first came out, I was able to watch it, and then I went back to work, so I'd, I'd have to wait till the weekend. So I just bought the whole season. Yeah. So as soon as it comes and, out, and, I get it. That's the one you said, Slow Burn. Yeah. Slow, but it's so interesting. But characters, the characters are so, different. Are so good. But to me, the yeah. show seemed like that's how I wanted this show to be paced. Like I don't, yeah. I don't. It felt like you were there. I don't feel like. I mean, and maybe it's just the way that I can. It's maybe my patience as a viewer. Mm-hmm. I can watch stuff that doesn't have to burn out like quickly, like mm-hmm. these rapid, rapid paced things. I mm-hmm. mean, you know, like I'll watch Japanese cinema and know mm-hmm. it's like okay, right. you know, if they're going to do the tea ceremony. Throughout the episode, you know, I'll be going to watch that because it was happening. It's just going to do it right, you know. Um, oh, that's so funny. It's interesting, but it's interesting. I, I don't want to cut you off on that. I mean, like, Atlanta, I've watched the pilot. Uh, I thought it was interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched part of the second episode and then I had to stop it because um, I got tired and I was like, I'm going to come watch the rest of this. But I haven't had a chance to watch it. Every, I think it's really, really well done. Every, I like it. Every episode I, is different. I, I, I think the characters that were getting what, 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 you know, the, the last thing I saw in season two was when he was in that jail, the holding cell. Oh, film, you saw that? The, mm-hmm. the part. And that guy in front of him had that, <laughs> had that yellow shirt on, that mm-hmm. orange shirt, and was talking in that so deep, heavy, <laughs> like Georgian slang. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? These, because, you know, it reminds me of these videos I get sent every once in a while on YouTube of like these fights down in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, they actually do talk like this. Like, <laughs> like they have their own speech pattern that Definitely. is hard. That that almost needs to be subtitled. I think that guy was subtitled. It's like the way they, the rappers they, rap today. Yeah, you don't you get it. You not understand. You, oh, you know, there, there, there's a little thing on YouTube, uh, Netflix too called um, 
documentary thing called documentary series. It's called uh, Last Chance You. Last Chance And it's you. about it's at this school somewhere in the south where if you're like a Division One football player, mm-hmm. but you fucked up somehow, then you go to this little small school to get your props back. Mm-hmm. And you meet these black kids from all, all you know, the typical back, fucked up background. But there's one black guy talking, and it's like they had a subtitle on. Because mm-hmm. I was like, you're not speaking any kind of English to anyone can even understand is it just slow no or just full it's just the slang itself the, the, the slang right. and the way he's clipping his words right. and all which that guy did in atlanta and i thought that was great because i was like that's like so authentic right like you don't like see that which is so funny because maybe because i go to atlanta a lot you know where it's I like don't notice it. i don't notice it and when other people <laughs> say they need to have subtitles i'm like do what? They? Or when I watch a lot of British, you notice that people are like, oh, they should have it. Yeah, I totally and I'm like, everything. I totally understand I everything no that's being said. And yeah. I realize, huh? But seriously, the, the argument most people have been saying about Atlanta is this. First of all, can I just mention the episode? Because you've seen all the episodes, right? Mm-hmm. There's the episode, and this is not a spoiler alert because you should have been watching it, bitch. You should have been watching it. <laughs> should have been watching yeah, it. You can binge it now. Where, sure. Remember the part where he's talking about they went to the club and Home Dude was like, oh, this other dude, rapper dude, he got like an invisible car. Yeah, <laughs> invisible shit. car. And Home Dude said, so they show the dude, rapper dude, like on an Instagram picture, and he's like, supposedly leaning up against this, there's no car there. It's like the visible oh, Wonder Woman car. Like, so you're thinking they just bullshitting, but at the end of the episode, when they start shooting the parking lot and the dude drives off, this invisible car starts <laughs> It zooms by. It's hilarious. Oh my God. So the guy's in the car. Oh so he's in the car. He's in the like, car. The car is invisible. And he runs off the people. Oh my God. It's like, it's so surreal and so strange. And I love it. And I, I disagree with most people who say it should be an hour long. I say 30 minutes is perfect because it gets you in and gets you out. And I think if they stretch it any more, I don't think I don't know if the jokes would pop or it would just to me it would just get long. It's, it's it's like this. It's like me eating these little mini Snickers. I don't need the big king size bar. You don't need the big king oh, size no, bar, no. Atlanta. I mean, look, you I, just did little I, mini I, Snickers I, like this one. Even though I've eaten like twelve of them right now since I'm looking at these. I get what you're saying, and right. I feel like certain shows, like that kind of show, it is a comedy because its tone is so bizarre. And you're right. Those mm-hmm. things don't always necessarily play out well longer. I, don't think I mean, they do. they're kind of like um, like Wes Anderson movies. Mm-hmm. Like they're pretty short and sweet. Because if you ran those almost to two hours, you'd be like, I, I know, I, 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 I have to get it. out of this world. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like the Coen Brothers. Say the theater. I need to get out of this world. <laughs> you know, well, That's you know, and at that point, it's kind of like the beauty of it. There's that fine moment where mm. the tipping point is so quick mm-hmm. that once you go over it you're like oh I'm done I'm done as opposed to oh I'll let it go so maybe that's what it is in Atlanta I mean I definitely want to check it out I'll probably check out the rest of that in the holidays when nothing's on but I just want to bring up a quick point you were mm-hmm. saying that you don't watch a lot of American shows and they're repetitive and things like that and I think that is true I think a lot of them are really <clears throat> there's not well, the formulaic too, the formulaic they yeah. are formulaic mm-hmm. they, but I was listening to this guy uh, Martin Garrow on mm-hmm. the, the the writer's panel or mm, some part okay. or something like that. And I, and I, I, I just listened to it because he's the creator of the show Blind Spot, which, mm-hmm. is, the, which is the only network show that, that I watch right now. Mm-hmm. And I like it. What's Blind Spot about? Uh, it's the one that people were saying. It's like the woman showed up in the middle of Times Square with all the tattoos Tattoo on her body, mm-hmm. and they got to figure out what those are. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like um, Memento mm-hmm. in a sense. But it does – see, the thing is, is that th- – those shows have so much more money. So if they want to do something like that action adventure thing, mm-hmm. um, if you can hit it really well, 
it's really good escapist entertainment. It's hard to do, mm-hmm. but they hit it really, really well. And because it's a mystery every mm-hmm. week that, and it's mainly serialized, so they don't necessarily have to solve mm-hmm. what it is. Or if they do solve it, it just opens Pandora's box shit. Well, that now just opens mm-hmm. up something bigger, okay. which is more interesting than something like a Law and Order or something like that where it's really out. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I like that show. Alone. Yeah. Right. I mean, and, and I really, I really only watched it because Sullivan Stapleton's a star who was mm-hmm. in that show called Strike Back, which is right. like my favorite like Cinemax show of that action, that action type, you know? And oh, I was you like, mentioned Cinemax. Yes, yeah, oh, Cinemax I, is the I shit. Miss. Is Cinemax still around? I'm shocked. Is it still around? Fuck, they had the best shows on. <sighs> they have the best shows on it, that no one I talks about. I swear to God, about. I thought Cinemax had like disappeared. No. Is it no, still on? No, 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 no. Do they still do Cinemax Red? Remember Cinemax <laughs> they Red? That, they still have that in the late at night. There's, oh, there's, there's three shows on Cinemax that I think have been some of the best shows in the last... Three to four okay, years. Okay, name the, name them. Okay, so there's the Nick, which is the killer mm-hmm. fucking show that anyone hasn't seen. I that got, show I got, fucking I got, up. I really started high. and I just got behind. It's so crazy. Mm-hmm. The Nick. There's That's the, the hospital. The hospital, okay. yeah, with Clive Owen and everything. It's, it's like Soderbergh did well, every episode. Like one of the leads, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy who played the guy who was in the who was in Moonlight. Um, Andre Holland. Who, oh, that's who that is. Who, who was in the the end? Right. He's the star of of the Nick. Basically. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, so, and then Wait, is he British? He is. I don't think he's British. He's okay. not British. He's not okay. British. Not show either. Okay. He's, um, and then they strike back, which I love. Awesome show on that. And then a new show called Quarry, which mm. is this hitman show. Mm-hmm. Oh, with my boy, uh, uh, Logan uh, Marshall Green. God, I love him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's set, he's, it's, he's it's like set. he's like my American low budget Tom Hardy. He looks just <laughs> like him. He, they're twins. They're, they're twins, but he's skinnier. Did you see yeah. that movie that he, the, the one you were telling me about when he was driving in the car? Lock. Have you Lock. Ever seen Lock? Oh God, yeah. Okay, Where the whole movie is just him talking. Yeah. In the car. You yeah. talking about some tense, tense, tenseness? See, and, 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 and once and again, it's in the car. That's it, all he's doing. The whole movie in the car. And once again, the stakes are not really high for us. But they're high for him, mm-hmm. and that's what makes it the fascinating. And the way he responds to it is like, "Fuck, that's like intense." Like I was, mm-hmm. I was str- like, I thought that shit was real. Like I wanted to give him some money. Like, look, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's intense. Dude, movie. can someone go and go check on the site? So check the pipes. <laughs> I was stressed. Yeah, it's good, but it's like you know. So it's uh, uh um, and so Quarry's set in Memphis. Okay, in the and se- it's in the seventies, seventies. Yo, um, made me have to go get some and, Cinemax uh, and go watch that because um, I love him. It's about and it's based on these these Max Allen Collin novels, but they took a different tack because in the novels he's already the hitman, mm. and mm. this is like how he becomes the hitman. Okay. Okay. In the, Origins, a, huh? yeah, like he's basically like a Vietnam vet who was in like Quezon Mass mm-hmm. or something like that. And mm-hmm. He comes home and everyone he's facing all the papers, some fuck up like child killer. Right, so he has a hard time. Reintegrating back into the mm-hmm. thing, and then somebody mm-hmm. asks him. Well, some guy called the broker says, "I have some jobs for you. If you can kill some people for me, mm-hmm. I'm gonna like give you some money." He's like, "I ain't doing that shit. Mm-hmm. I've killed enough people." Mm-hmm. And his boy Jamie Hector like takes the job, and Jamie Hector's married to this woman. You know her. She was in the second, second and third mm-hmm. season of Luther. She was that black woman who oh, had her. The yes. cop, the, the, the cop, yes. the cop. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And she's doing the southern really? Memphis accent them British people from the seventies. Look, look, and trained. killing it. They are and trained. killing it. They are trained. I was like, this bitch is up here doing okay. the damn fucking accent, okay. and you would think that 
she is American. Right. From the time. Okay. Not even like, you know, like messing up the damn right. slang and right. shit. I was like, that's dope. That's yeah. dope. It's a good show. Yeah. I, I'm also watching some one hours. You started mentioning a couple of mm-hmm. Pinky Blinders, of course, which mm-hmm. is, you know, it's getting old or whatever, but mm-hmm. it still stands to me. You ever seen Pinky Blinders? I've seen the pilot. It's good Dude, show. It's so good. The characters, all good, and nobody's safe. I love shows like that. Nobody is <laughs> the, safe. the other show I've been getting into... I slipped on it for a minute. Was the fall? Oh, that's oh, good. I'm yeah, watching that now. Yeah. For the second season. That shit. Yeah. yeah. That shit is good. badass. Well, see the thing. What's, what's, what's interesting is that Julian Anderson mm-hmm. makes. She does the accent well. Mm-hmm. And it's like, how is she, is she American? Yes, she's American. Really? And it took me a while. To, a, it took me a while to get a, into it because from X Files. X Files. X Files. Yeah, like she. Oh, like it took okay. me a while to get into that. Yeah, show. Scott asked me if that was yeah, her. Yeah. Okay. Because I felt like it took me a while to start watching that because it's mm-hmm. like, you know, she's just, come on, she's Scully. She's sexy. She's, she's still, Scully. She's still, she's still very sexy. She's, she's Scully. still very sexy. And then it was like, I had to let go of that. Because mm-hmm. like, you know, certain people who, actors who are so identified with the character because they've been at that character for so long, mm-hmm. that literally it took me like, I watched like the first episode and I was like, okay, I got to give it some time. And then I went back and started watching. I'm like, I really like it. She's really good. So, I yeah. mean, I mean, you, you know. She took a long time off. This is X Files. Mm-hmm. I, I don't remember. I, I didn't, can't remember anything she did, like even high profile. Mm-hmm. Um, and this isn't. This is a high profile because it's still a British show. But you're right. She's still very sexy. She and she plays and she uses her sex in the thing. Oh. Just like 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 the, you always wanted her to do in X Files and mm-hmm. didn't. And the fact that her hair is like more like a sandy blonde than mm-hmm. like the deep red. It kind of like it. It kind of cuts her from that anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the 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 the, the Killer in that, oh, dude. Jamie Dorman, mm-hmm. who I was watching the show, I was digging it, mm-hmm. and then I realized he plays the guy in Fifty Shades of Grey, mm-hmm. and I was like, "What? Same dude? What the fuck? This uh, guy is yeah. like a killer actor, mm-hmm. but no, but because in 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 the fall he's got a really heavy beard. Right. Mm-hmm. He's young. He's like twenty five. Is he that young? Yeah, he's young. Yeah. I mean, he's twenty five, twenty six. Oh, he's God. not." That old, right. wow! And I, I was like, that. "You're really fucking talented because mm-hmm. you play a father of like kids and married mm-hmm. for a minute, and and he just he brings it into fall. The fall is the fall is a very uncomfortable show. Mm-hmm. Uh, that show and that other show on Netflix, Hidden Valley. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's show. another one. Yeah. Because they yeah. Happy Valley, Happy Valley. Yeah, because they yeah. have a. Uh, there's a lot of violence against women in those shows, and it's handled in a very um, it's not just like the violence is realistic. It's like the situation. Mm-hmm. Is Did like, you ever watch Top Boy? That sh- no. Like that, See, you would love Top Boy. Like that shit could happen. Like it just could happen. Okay. What the hell was Top Boy? Top Boy is another, another, British, another show. British show, but it's very like gang infested. You know, very, one of my very favorite council flat. One of my favorite British <clears throat> actors is in it, and um, yeah, it's it's one of those those shows where I don't want to say it's like. The British Wire. Yeah, it's kind of the British kinda, Wire. It kind of is, but I don't know. It's it's got. It starts off. The first season starts off with a lot of the the young kids and other stuff that's going on. But it's one of those shows where you watch it, and I just can't stop watching it. Yeah, it's addictive. Yeah, it's really Top really good. Boy. Top, Top boy. boy. So it's probably on it's maybe, Netflix. Maybe Netflix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shit. See, Netflix is fucked up because um, <laughs> Netflix is my friend. Uh, <laughs> I don't like their algorithm, right? Like their, yeah. alg- their algorithm yeah. is showing me shit that I'm like, watch this like again, this. watch like, this again. I don't want to watch it again. And I'm like, no, 
<laughs> I like this show, but I don't need to watch it again. I don't need to watch it again. Where's right. the? I mean, if it's, I'm, I'm not watching a movie again. Right. But I'm not going to watch a show again. Right. Because uh, there's another really good show on that I like. I guess there's a fourth season just came on called um, Wallander. Yeah. With, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, with your boy, um, that British dude, I forget his name now, the director guy, uh, Kenneth Branagh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And That's good. they keep asking me to watch that again. I'm like, well, when there's new episodes. Yeah, when you get some you new know, episodes, start, come back. stop having me. And they're really good at telling you when you got new episodes. But uh, An- another show you guys want to check, even though I mentioned I watched it, but I have to give a caveat to it. What's that? Is uh, Celia, the Celia Cruz. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I, wa- I love it. But I have to warn people, it's on Netflix. Uh, the Celia Cruz, it's like, like, it's so funny. Cause you know, you think it's like different seasons. So I was like, oh, there's season one. Oh, what's season one is like 98 episodes. What? Because they don't know how to divide up the stuff. Hmm. It's a telenovela. Oh, okay. So I have to make sure that people understand that. Like the first, I would say the first 10 episodes, like you kind of follow along the story. Like, you know, I'm, I'm a big Celia Cruz fan. Mm-hmm. Go for Cuban music, black people. Yay. Um, but after a while, because it is a telenovela, mm-hmm. um, it starts to have those telenovela shways, mm. <laughs> which is a lot of times tele- they can be very, uh, very melodramatic. Um, there's a, there's a couple of tertiary characters that are just put in there because they need it to make it a telenovela. Sure. I mean, the, the thing that makes Celia Cruz work is the lead characters who play Celia and her husband. They are amazing. I can watch those two anytime. The music is fantastic. The girl can really sing. I love the music. It's amazing. It's just like, I mean, it's everything you want it to be. Who now, is if Tito this, Puente? Uh, is he in it? You know, I haven't, I haven't got it? to that part. I've, okay. I've only got to like maybe episode 20, and I started like watching and fast forward, and it's like, no, because it's like, <laughs> all right. Because, you know, they're doing a lot of stuff. They're doing a lot of heavy work. They're doing the Cuban Revolution. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. They're doing like a step, you know, it's just a lot of a stepdad who's screwing his stepdaughter and killing her lover and, and coming up in that whole. Then you've got like the, the young dude who's in love with Celia, but she turned him down. And now he's starting to join the revolution who's come from a background of middle class. And, you know, just a lot of stuff that's going on. But what makes it work is like if they just focus on Celia Cruz and that stuff. Like if this were the American version and we did it, mm-hmm. uh, we probably have only like, you only need like maybe 10 episodes and we good. We straight. <laughs> but because it's a telenovela, and I know I told people watch it, please watch it. it, it it's good. The music is fantastic, but. The caveat is it's, it's a massive, it's a soap opera with soap opera ways. <laughs> <laughs> but the main actress is really, she's just, she's phenomenal. The other British show that I love is Broadchurch. <gasps> that is oh my God. Show. Okay. You can't tell anything about no, Broadchurch. No, but it feels like The Fall 2. Yeah. Where you're dealing oh, with a serial killer. Broadchurch is brilliant. What's that? No. We have were, you seen Broadchurch? I haven't. Okay. But we were talking about it's brilliant. these British actors and how dopely trained they Dude. are. So the woman who's in Broadchurch mm-hmm. with uh, I don't I don't know her name. But I know mm-hmm. I've, I've seen her face. You know in what? I got the thing. Right. I'm gonna look at her okay. face. She's in Fleabag. She plays Olivia Coleman. Uh, she plays the mother. I mean the stepmother of the main character. Oh, okay. And she was also in um, Night Manager, right? And I'm kind of like, this woman is jumping around genres in a way that most people can't. Mm-hmm. At least over here. Mm-hmm. If you're a drama actor, you're just doing your drama. Right, because David Tennant's in it, of course, yeah, from David Doctor Tennant, Who. Yeah, and, it's, well, yeah, he's, and he's also a purple also man in, 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 in Jessica, Jessica Jones. Jones. Yeah. yeah um, but, but I'm watching I'm Olivia like, Coleman is yeah, her name. And I'm, I'm like, this woman's so skilled. Said. Oh, sorry. I, <laughs> she's sorry. so skilled. It's like mm-hmm. these British actors, like, 
what's up with that Rada school? And why isn't there mm-hmm. one over here to give people that? Because mm-hmm. uh, to be able to, do, I mean, because the type of humor she's got to do in Fleabag, you wouldn't think it'd be part of her repertoire from the way she plays stuff <laughs> well, in me, Night Manager. Let me ask you, because I've thought about this a lot. Does the accent help? I don't know. I you know, know what I mean? But clearly it can't be that because a lot wait, of people can play us. Because what? Because the ac- them having an accent? Does it help? Does I think it, maybe subconsciously. Does it give them a bit more? No, I think, you know I think, what I mean? Is it no, no. something I more? Because I think they can get them cheap. It's like y'all probably just y'all small no, market. No, I'm talking about as far as them being a good being actor. Convincing. I think it's just that they're trained. They're better trained. I, look, this is the thing. At least that's my theory. And I'm she sorry, was to four, who's mm-hmm. great in Doctor Strange, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um. He was in the first thing I ever saw him in was a movie called Dirty Pretty Things. Oh, yes. You, know, you don't remember him from the, the Steven Spielberg uh, E.T. movie, but the black version? <laughs> Amistad. Oh. I always call it Amistad. It's like E.T. for black. Because it's E.T. For, it, it really is. If you look at the storyline, it's like E.T. with Damn. slavery. It's the taking of this thing and trying to get back home. Okay. Uh, no, I don't remember from, from Amistad. <laughs> he was that, the inter- okay. Was, um, he was a John young. Hantu, he was a young interpreter. So when they Hanson right. needed the, the, the to interpret his language, mm-hmm. if you look a young, skinny, cute mm-hmm. little Chiwetel, I was like, who is that guy? And then that, immediately after that, pretty dirty thing. It's like, oh, this is who we fucking oh, with. Oh, yeah. right. Well, well, he got yeah, on the map. No, I mean, you know, because it's it's just like with, it, there was an Idris Elba show that I saw like in the nineties called Ultraviolet. Hmm. This vampire show that he was yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's I was telling people all the time, like, what are you talking about? And then he was in The Wire. I was like, didn't you see Ultraviolet? They're like, mm-hmm. what is that? And the, and, oh, <laughs> I know, oh, it's like, oh by the way, they were saying, what's The Wire? Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> you guys don't watch what was on TV? You know, yeah. this is like when I was, when, when people were even watching TV. <laughs> they but, weren't even um, watching it. But yeah, but, uh, 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 but I'm watching that. I'm thinking, and he's playing an African in that. You know, I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, get it. So fine, okay. Mm-hmm. And I didn't. And the next thing I saw him, and he was in that movie Four Brothers, mm-hmm. John Singleton. He's playing the Detroit gangster. And I was like, mm-hmm. this motherfucker can do the damn Detroit accent and swagger. You know, mm-hmm. the, you know, I went to school there, and I was like, what the fuck? Who is this guy? This guy's doing anything. Kinky boots. You know? And then he was in. And then he was in. The your Firefly boy Vinny movie. from the Firefly movie? Yeah, yeah. He was uh, Serenity. Serenity, Serenity. Mm-hmm. Which, which, which I saw that first before I saw the show. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was like, what is this? And, you know, um, but he was good in that, and he can like, you know, I mean, and and he can fight the movie fighting at least with some, right. you know, convincingly. Right. Some people can't. Um, no, he's yeah, he's actually. Is he in that movie? No, that's that's his name. Uh, David Aloyo, who was in the the, the, yeah. queen, the the Queen of Cotway, yeah, mm-hmm. which almost nobody saw. I, I, I will admit, I did not go see it because I'm gonna be honest with you, I wasn't interested. I sometimes there's certain things I support and want to see, mm-hmm. and though I believe I and I'm really glad that they had that wonderful story about the girl, but it wasn't something like eh, I want to see that. It's one of those prestige films mm-hmm. where it's like if I had a choice between like The Handmaiden. Oh, I want to see that. that you know, and, and you know, and that it's one of those ones where I'm going to see it. I'll probably buy the DVD or I'll watch it when it comes on. You know, or streaming. rent it, whatever streaming. Yeah. It wasn't one of those ones where, oh God, I feel compelled to. I'm not. That's that's not a movie for me personally. Yeah, and it's okay. That, well, it's okay. The, no, no, it's okay. Uh, that, that movie to me is really. It's. It's. I don't want to deride it, but it's. It's really like a lifetime movie. They just mm. elevate it because it's, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, 
remember the early '90s? Those chess yep. movies were out then, yep. like mm-hmm. you know, yep. fresh and shit like that. And oh, yeah. they did one a couple years ago, the uh, yeah. Pawn Sacrifice, which nobody saw about Bobby Forrest Fisher. Or, or, you know, yeah, yeah, no one cared. Right. And there was mm-hmm. even the for Bobby Fisher movie mm-hmm. in the early '90s. But yeah, like like chess is too esoteric a uh, uh, um, uh, a subject matter to focus on for mm-hmm. you to really do. To I, plus that woman, that director. Mia Nair, is that her name? I, think, mm-hmm. I mean, I like her work, but somehow she chooses projects that don't seem to really grab people. Like she did a movie before that called, um, uh, this movie about, uh, I forget this. Some, Wait, say her name again? Uh, Mia Nair. She's Indian. Yeah. Oh, and she, isn't she the one that used to be in the, her first breakout role was the one with uh, the soccer one? Is that her? No. Oh, uh, Ben like Beckham? Yeah. I, that might be her. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. But she did, you know, but she did that movie Vanity Fair a long time ago with, mm-hmm. with, with, with like, Reese with a Spoon. Oh, Marinier. Yeah, Marinier. The director. Yeah, I the director. I'm thinking actress. No, no, oh, no. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, she no. did my favorite movie, um, her first film that she did. Uh, God, I loved it, and I wanted to go to India because of it. Um, <laughs> oh, God. It, it makes me cry every time I think about that movie. And no, she did Mississippi Masala. Mississippi Masala, yeah. It's it's like it's, it, and that's a good movie too. But it's like the people see them like I, some, somehow. Yeah. I don't know people. I, she chooses a subject matter that I don't think is is compelling enough for the audience to come see a movie. Because I thought the Vanity Fair was a good movie, mm. but I, but you know that's the same author who wrote Barry Lyndon. And I'm all like, but Barry Lyndon is actually a, the better story to have told yeah. from that author. So mm-hmm. why would you, you know, I'm not saying, you know, don't make the movie, right. but but the best of that person's canon has been done before, so that, you better choose something else. She so did another movie more, right before that, uh, this thing with some, uh, it's called like The Reluctant Fundamentalist is what it was called, right? Okay. And it's about this guy who's getting all this money in, in America. It's like a part of the Wall Street gang. But he's really from Pakistan. He goes back and he gets involved in this. Yeah, it came out in 2012. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's like that's a good story but not a great story because that author had another book called How to Get Filthy Rich in Southeast Asia. Mm-hmm. And that's a better story. It's, a more, it's, about, it's more like I think the audience was digging more. And the title alone is like – Rights and fundamentalist, mm-hmm. how to get filthy rich out of these eight. I mean, which one do, would you might be more interested in seeing? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, I, I just, it's disappointing about her. I just was like, well, her first film, oh my god, was it that long ago? Oh shit, I was like, yeah, Salam Bombay, 1988. Oh. I love that movie. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm looking at her, her, th- yeah, a lot of her projects are very like Monson Wedding, yeah, I um, Kama Sutra, which I thought was miscast. They should have switched the casting of the two lead characters because. I didn't feel no heat. Like if you're gonna do me called Kama Sutra, the two people together need to be hot. And yeah. the two people they had together, I was not. I but was that not was the thing it. that they had. Nobody liked the casting they had for the what's the one you just said that the dude from, um, the fall is in uh, the gray. Oh, yeah, yeah, fifty cc. Yeah, they didn't think he Dakota, was the right Dakota Johnson. Ain't got no chemistry whatsoever. They didn't think he was the right character to play that role Nick, either. Her, for the book. both of them. The they both should have been like they yeah. no they oh yeah Dakota no. Johnson or whatever her name them is together yeah they, like I probably would have seen it if they hadn't have been cast they would have cast some other people that looked like that like there was nothing sexy about it and even my friends was like well I'm gonna go see it anyway they all came back and said it wasn't sexy I saw it at the Writers Guild and I was like this movie has got no it has no did it make you want to go have sex no <laughs> okay and is that and I, I think so no, I mean no, if you go come oh, out oh, with, if okay, you go but, if you go through bondage and talk about it and have like a light it's like bondage light 
and be sexy and have all that stuff. Mm-hmm. If you don't come out feeling like we not going to dinner, <laughs> we going back to the house, you have failed. Yeah, but you see, okay, here's the thing, right? Okay, so so the bondage aspect of that movie is a, a key thing to it, mm-hmm. and I kind of feel like there's ways to do that to make that really provocative, it and wasn't. you know, and it's and it's not, and I think it's more know, like cliched. Ideas no, no. Ideas, it just know. was like I don't, you know, I don't think it was photographed right. I don't think that they like tried to embrace what that world's about. You know, like in terms of, you know, I don't think I've I've read a few books that make it really fascinating, but I don't think that everyone gets the 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 power exchange mm-hmm. is what makes that interesting. Right, right. And I feel like in that movie, Dakota Johnson didn't. Embrace what she, the 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 role playing she was supposed to do, and, and not have her in the book. I don't know if that's if she's reluctant or not, but that has to be part of what makes that work because that's that's what like that that's what people get off on. Both of them get off. Yeah, because of whoever plays those roles has to be able to totally commit. To <sighs> well, whatever. they're getting. I saw just, the trailer for the new one. They they're coming back. Yeah. Well, there's three. But it just reminded me of the. I mean, you can't take them out now unless you completely. And make it a serial or something. But hey, here's my question for you: Is it reminded me of the new Justin Timberlake? Is Justin Timberlake movie he's supposed to be playing some character who kisses a guy and he didn't want to do it? So I'm gonna start I'm laughing. Like, Why the fuck did I'm gonna just... start laughing when you said Justin Timberlake's name? Not Justin I... Timberlake. Forgive me, Justin Bieber. Didn't oh, want yeah, to Justin kiss Bieber. Somebody. Forgive right, me for right. Justin probably would have did it. And Timberlake that's why you don't hire it. non-actors. I don't understand. Well, of course, did you know this movie called The Secretary? Yeah, oh, yeah, God. love that movie with uh, Spader oh, and Jalen oh, 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 Hall. That's the Bonders Shh. movie, and they really committed. Oh, so well done, and you it know was like it was so sexy. Yeah, is he oh sexy? When you know the desk, it's very. And I was like, yeah, wow, like that's some shit. I realized James Spader was hot to me. you didn't notice that when he was in Crash. No, you didn't. You didn't see Crash. No, yes, I didn't realize it then. That was before Crash, or I think it was before Crash. But secretary, it's old. Secretary, yeah, secretary. But Don't that movie, but see, okay, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Secretary is actually like a little more. It delves more into the kink, mm-hmm. in the in the way that Fifty Shades of Grey doesn't. That's, that's also mm-hmm. why I think it's cliche. It's like you didn't even get mm-hmm. like deep into it in a way that made it interesting. Mm-hmm. And they did in Secretary, and it's like Secretary came out in two thousand and two. Yeah, and it's one of those. Do you think they played it safe? The actors, you think? They played it safe. The no, filmmakers. because they wanted to get those women who had bought the, that book, those women who knew nothing about real bondage. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, bondage light. They wanted those those kind of like suburban, you know, that, those mm-hmm. kind of women to come in and watch that. So they could not go all the way the way but they should The book should've. does go further, right? Um, the impression I get, not really. Like mm-hmm. it kind of, I mean, it gives you some things, but it's not... From the real bondage community. Okay, I'm without outing myself. <laughs> Wait, let me try it carefully. Let me just say this. From people. Madam not- <laughs> Lisa. Uh- <laughs> this is coming from my friend. <laughs> it's. It plays very loosely mm-hmm. with that world in a way that might get misconstrued from people who are not aware of what that world really is. Oh, I'm going to tell you right now, there are several women that I know who are dominatrices and they just laugh at it. And they're like, why? Yes. Yes. Like, 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 number one, like, why would you think this is what it is? Mm-hmm. Because it's not, um, even though, you know, it's, you know, the situation is different if it's a dominatrix and a guy, and this is just a guy and a girl and he wants the girl to submit. It's like, it's still, there's that sense of like, 
it's just I, I don't know it just rang false not sexy and it's a big movie it's a big universal right. release mm-hmm. right. where Secretary was, a, was an indie film and they were allowed to kind of go wherever how they wanted to mm-hmm. right. and not be um, uh, uh, inhibited by what mm-hmm. you're saying like right. I, you know he's got to play this and I mean it made shitload of money Secretary didn't make any because money because it, it's for that particular you know, audience yeah. that it was critically acclaimed, though. Yeah. I mean, it did well. Was it critically acclaimed? I think so, just in the sense that it put who, it put her on the map. Who who critically acclaimed that? I did. Who said, you watched it? I control everything. You I can tell you. You said he was critically <laughs> Okay. I think it was critically acclaimed. So, you talking about the secretary? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, I thought you meant, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I'm not talking about Shades of Grey. Shades of Grey. I was like, wait. Hell no. Kill you. Is you high right now? We got to clear that up real quick. I have some coffee and no-dos. Okay, I just want to say this. Crash was in 1996. Oh, really? And Secretary was Oh, that's the first one. That's the Cronenberg film from 1996. I'm talking about Cronenberg film. Is Spader? I, I thought you were talking about the one, the the Haggis film. No, no, no. I'm talking about Spader. Oh, right. Cronenberg with the, with, the, with the hot with sex Arquette, with, with the arcade uh, girl. Oh, That's a good movie. Mm-hmm. I just really like literally movie. like three months ago. I sat down and rewatched it. The director's <laughs> cut. I forgot how fucking fine James Spader was. Mm-hmm. I was like, holy shit! No wonder I love Cronenberg because he's mm-hmm. that freaky deaky dark stuff, mm-hmm. and it's amazing. Wow. It's amazing. Well. Like if you don't watch, Cr- like just so well, you can just, tell, you can just, tell your people who are into kink if they can watch Crash and feel, hey, and if they watch it, like, eh, they it just reminded rights. me of like when I first started going to the gym in 1996 here in LA. Um, Kiefer Sutherland used to go to our gym, mm. and in person, he fucking dropped dead gorgeous. Body is tight. He's in 96. Really good looking. Mm-hmm. But you see him on film, he just always looks like really hardened. Right. He does not look like that in person. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's a lighting. I don't know what the fuck. But I mean, a few right. years has gone by since 1996. <laughs> almost 20 now. Uh-huh. 20 years ago, he was fucking hot. Mm. 20 years ago. It's a trip. Mm. So it just reminded me of Spader. Because when Spader was in the 80s, I thought Spader was just Spader. Then as he's gotten older, he's become yeah. a lot more handsome. Yeah, because it's me. funny. It's like 2002. He, ha- he has that different look because it's like... From 2002, then afterwards, it was like mm-hmm. either he just aged really fast or, you know, just for roles and just whatever. Mm. But even now in his mature look, like mm-hmm. you can still see. Like, like Robert st- Johnny Jr. is a lot <sighs> handsome more too. Oh, my God. You know, Robert yeah. Johnny Jr. Like he's like those dudes that get finer the older they get. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, my God. I, I, think right. that, oh God. I think both of those guys. Um, <laughs> Maybe the drug thing messed it up a little bit too. You know? <laughs> well, no, because <laughs> I, both I, I, I think, you know, it's something I tell my brother about when I was watching um, Avengers Civil War and there was that little. Mm-hmm. The technology that that de-aged Robert Downey Jr. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. And the thing about Robert Downey Jr. and like James Spader is, um, you know, when they first came out in the in the eighties, they were like these young boys, mm-hmm. and they were the playing, young Turks. they were playing like high schoolers a lot of stuff like mm-hmm. that, which you can do in your what your mid to late your your twenties and stuff like up until your late twenties. But there's that time period where. You don't want to play the the teenage boy anymore, mm-hmm. and you're not trying to play those roles. But your face still has that boyish quality to it, and so therefore it's kind of like I like like you don't look like a man yet. I think that's what happened to uh, oh, what's his name? He was the one who was always with. He was part of that pack. Um, oh God, he was in Pretty in Pink. McCarthy, 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 Andrew, Andrew, Andrew McCarthy, McCarthy yeah. who had that boy, and it was like, and and when they started phasing out of those movies, and I would see him try to play like serious roles and he's things. He's still like a boy. He's still like a boy, and I couldn't mm-hmm. take him seriously. It was mm-hmm. like, never, yeah, that's it. That's it. Patrick like, Dempsey had that. Patrick Dempsey had that. You know, it's right. interesting. I'm on that same level. Is that uh, just this morning? I was just watching this little thing on um, 
uh, just my Twitter feed, uh, Nerdist did a little interview, a live interview with Scarlett Johansson about mm-hmm. Ghost in the Shell, mm-hmm. and I, d- I don't don't know if it's the way her it's, her hair's cut really short and everything like this, um, but she looks like a woman now, hmm. like her face is more angular. Mm-hmm. She and you know it's interesting to see her as I feel like. For so many years, she was this hot young girl. You know, she she played it. I, mean, mm-hmm. I think she's she's in her yeah. early thirties now. I don't mm-hmm. know how she is, um, but she just played this really really young hot girl all the time, and she played it really really well. Mm-hmm. I mean, and even in Black Widow, I noticed in the last two movies, she she I, I'm see I'm not saying she looked older. I don't know if she looked old at all. Yeah. But she doesn't look more like, mature. She, she's just mature. She doesn't yeah. look like a a a she and I, to me I think she's like a sexier woman now okay. than like this young girl. she's developed more mm-hmm. yeah because yeah. she the last movie I I saw her in that was wasn't one of these Avengers films it was this movie called um bit like under the skin yeah under yeah. the skin sci-fi this, one. sci-fi yeah. thing you know and it's like she does all this like full frontal nudity in the movie and stuff like mm-hmm. that which is like a little um, interesting of her to do because there's other movies she did like Woody Allen and she mm-hmm. wouldn't I guess she didn't do it and she could have um. And I feel like, okay, cool. Like that's an interesting thing for her because maybe she now, as a as a person, mm-hmm. sees herself more as an adult, more comfortable. Because I just noticed this, like when I and I, if, if you look at the thing, it's like, like I said, it's like I'm not saying she looks old at all, but she just looks more but like this this woman. She grown now. But yeah. I do think that She's growing up does something to you. When you're younger, you're less prone to try things at all because yeah. you're worried about what people are going to do or say to you. Yeah. You get older, you get centered in yourself and you learn who you are. Yeah. You don't give a fuck anymore. Yeah. It goes back to, we've had this conversation before about Will Smith. When Will Smith was on inside the actor's studio and I always forget his name, John, whatever his name is. John Lipton. Lipton interviewed him and asked him, is there anything he regrets? He says, if there's one thing I regret is when I did six degrees of separation and I never kissed a guy. He said, now that I'm more mature and who knowing who I am, I would have kissed him. You know what I mean? He was making a point about when I was younger, I was stupid. Now that I'm older, I understand as an it's actor, you have to commit. That's not you. But his whole thing was actor. about commitment. Right. He knew he didn't commit to that moment. Now he feels like, as an actor, and he's a much better actor now than he ever was, I feel like now he knows through his own maturity how he's developed that he should have he should have committed to that moment. Yeah, you know what I mean? well, you know, I I I I don't know what to say about Will Smith right now because I haven't seen anything he's done that I've really enjoyed in mm-hmm. maybe a decade. Yeah, uh, not to say he's not good in his work. His work is always I think he's a phenomenal actor, but I I just haven't seen a project that he's chosen. He has a new thing that's There's coming out. I just saw the trailer for it. I can't remember. I can't remember the name of the movie. Oh, he has another drama. It's a drama, but it has Helen Mirren in it, who's mm-hmm. the goat. Yeah. But basically, he's a guy who's had some kind of tragedy happen to him. Oh, this, oh he's the, pain. He, yeah. he's the architect guy. And then like all that. of a sudden, he writes letters to like death and love and all that and they actually come and start they become people and come to him to help him with his life oh well you know what i'll take it back i like the movie he did called the pursuit of happiness i like that okay but you know what i liked a lot though i didn't like the movie it was suicide squad he was so good in suicide squad and i was saying to myself fuck man this is like this is what we love about will smith this is what he can bring to a movie this is what he when he's not clowning when he's not clowning when he's being serious and committed to that character yeah yeah because i bought it i bought him as that 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 dead yeah uh, and his daughter making decisions yeah the the whole daughter i was like fuck me like that's yeah 
that's what you can do. Right. And, you know, I guess sometimes you don't, you know, whatever. They, they, you know, they have their lies. They want to do what they want to do. We can't puppeteer them, but um, <laughs> as, as much as we would like to. But um, Or be that little friend that says, don't do that one. Well, yeah, but, it's, it, but it, I, 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 yeah, that's a good point that he makes that. You got to commit, you know. You I know, mean, and Collateral like, Beauty, is that the one? Yeah, which is so. a terrible title. I, I think so. It's horrible. Yeah. I can't even, it, it, that title is so, t- okay, we talked about this before titles. It's a terrible title because I can't remember it. Because I'm like, is it something? I wanted to say something like letters to death or letter or some yeah, name see, of the guy. But, but, but see, mm-hmm. collateral see, beauty. But, but see, to, to me, the problem with this movie is I haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. He the only black person. Uh, okay, there's one black guy who's like one. Oh, Naomi Harris is in it. And I saw the trailer, mm-hmm. but it doesn't look anything. It feels <sighs> like a sequel to Three Pounds. That movie uh, did. Like you know, like 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 it's either the ways edit, the trailer's edited. I've always you know I don't watch trailers, but just mm-hmm. pieces of it and just like. I just feel like he is only choosing a couple of types of movies, and it's like I'm going to do something serious from that I'm, that I'm looking for to get an Oscar. He's going mm-hmm. for the Oscar, or not the roles are going for Oscar roles. Yeah, but the thing is, is that you almost need to find a, a project or a role that is not trying to be prestige from the jump. Well, the problem is and, he's a brand, though. Like it's really hard for. I think for him to really take some roles where he could be like gritty or I don't think I'm not sure he could do something like Morgan Freeman did years ago when he did um, Street Smart. Well, I mean, that move is fantastic. You know, where it's like you can do a role uh, that's so, you know, people are so used to you seeing you one way and then you do this role that's like dark and like I, I just don't know if he could do that type of role. I mean, well, no, no. He, I think he can do it. I don't think. I don't that, think he that, will do it. The, yeah, you're right. He will do it because his brand is a certain brand, and yeah. I don't think. Well, it's, it's interesting. It's, it's it. interesting you bring up about, about Morgan Freeman because that he his career was was floundering until he did Street Smart. When he did Street Smart, and then he got an Oscar nod, and it was and like then, boom, you know. And, and then I mean, I think Driving Miss Daisy was next, but it's like his career totally went a different direction where where he wouldn't be able to be what he is now unless he did that movie. I, and I, I wish I he think. would go back and do one of you those know? those gritty, really tight roles. See, like, get some more he, indie He's projects. a hard fucking pimp in that movie. He's hard as shit. And he got that gold tooth. And he, like, gold looking at people. And then he oh, kisses. Oh, my God. Oh, and he's, like, he's like the epitome of, like, if you want to some pimp, pimp dumb, <laughs> you look at street, like, that's, like, he, he knows some pimps. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I'm not yeah. I'm not speculating too much. I'm just saying he knows he somebody. A of he, know, <laughs> he knows somebody who knows somebody. Well, wasn't he like you a, know. like, because like, 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 he was on Sesame Street in He was the on 70s. Electric Company. He was Easy Reader. Yeah, so, so, so but I, I think both him and Sam Jackson had substance abuse problems throughout the late yeah. 80s or early 90s. So I feel like, you know, he knew that world. I don't have to do much research mm-hmm. on this shit. Wait. Oh, wait. we got some during, relatives during, during, during the wait, lunch break. Wait, wait, which <laughs> did y'all see Dave Chappelle last night on fucking on, look, on SNL? Look, I got it though. But I'm going to watch it today. I was up reading and doing some things, and I heard my sister cackling in her living room. I'm going to tell you right now. Walking Dead fans, yeah, they will went in. fucking dig. They went in huh? that. Oh, Fuck the skit that he does. Okay, cool. It's so watching Walking fucking Dead hilarious. Uh, I will have to say that uh, I have stopped watching The Walking Dead. Oh. Uh, I did watch the the episode the to, to see. Ooh. I had to see to make sure Daryl Michonne was straight. We's okay. good. And after that, you know, it was such a big deal. Everybody make it about Glenn. It's like, well, 
You know, he, if you read the comic to, book, yeah, he, he got to die. He had to die. He had to die. This is exactly uh, how you die yeah, in the comic he had book. To die. <laughs> but um, I, you know what? I'm 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 officially done. Yeah. Don't. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I, and this That's is the why. only show I watch that look, I have to watch look, tonight. Is this season? What's, what's in the season five? Season seven, six? Is it seven? Seven. The season seven. See, that's a lot to me because you know it's what? Because you know what? I can't give but shows that do many ten. seasons. I so can't do. Yeah, but it gets to a point where I see that there's there's no light at the end of the rainbow. This is going to be an eternal yeah, it's just a, thing, and I'm good. It's like you know, you've been to Disneyland a couple of times. <laughs> you know, you might want to see it because company has come through and they mm. want to go check it out every now and then. But I think at this point now, I think it's done what it needs to do for me, and I'm out. I'm looking for something. Um, a little bit more. I mean, I'm still trying to hang out to see the dude with the dreadlocks and the whole tiger thing and the whole comic. But at this point now, I yeah, I, he's really good. I I'm just not interested anymore. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah, I the king. I'm I'm good. Cool. I'm good with that show. I'm good. All right. Well, that's what's up. On that note, good show, y'all. Mm-hmm. Where you at, Lisa? Uh, you can find me in your nearest theater. <laughs> Sipping on white wine and in the, the back good, seat. and the good popcorn. The good, I'm always in the back because I've learned now that I like to because you know I like to watch the audience mm-hmm. and I like to sit in the back because I get tired of people like walking in front of me and back of me and bump. Like mm-hmm. if you sit in the back and especially go to a good nice theater mm-hmm. with the nice cushiony chairs that go back, I'm very <laughs> you and she in the seat where don't nobody want to sit. Yeah, so it'll be perfect. three people, three so rows before anybody it's gets to you. I got my little wine. I've got my popcorn. I got mm-hmm. my tacos. Um, I'm very comfortable. I have my little throw, my little throw child that I put on in case it gets a little nippy. Um, I look like a little. She coming in with a basket, goddamn! Does she come in with my stuff? Wow. I get comfortable. Like I have to be comfortable. Throw and I am there. And shit. Yes, she got a I'm little pee bottle in case she needs to pee and shit. <laughs> I'm doing my Roger Ebert, you know. I'm doing my thing. I'm getting comfortable. I'm getting set. So you know, there's only a couple of films I'm really interested in seeing now. I think I've seen everything I want to see. Um, and like I said, you're gonna watch Fences when it comes out. Uh, oh, that's right. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, that's right. Let me just say this. And everybody know I love me some Denzel. However, did y'all see on the internet, it must have been a year ago, somebody posted, maybe when they started working on this, eight months ago, a year ago, whatever, they posted... You're going to make me not want to watch it. They posted James Earl Jones doing fences. Oh, yeah. And then they posted Denzel him doing... doing it. Yeah, I was yeah. like, you got to be kidding me. It was like... You comparing James L. Jones to Denzel? That's how bad Denzel was, in my opinion, in comparison to him. I'm like, you gonna do a movie with him instead of James? James? Oh, James him. killed it. James killed it. He murders Denzel. That's you need to watch the comparison. You need to, yeah, yeah. It's very interesting. It's, it's, very, that it's, it's, it's the same scene. It's, it's, same scene. It's the scene that usually pops up in the trailer. Yeah. And put it this way: he made James Earl made it dramatic. Denzel made it kind of more funny. In my opinion, because you couldn't do it. That's how good James Earl yeah. fucking is yeah. in that yeah, But as an actor, can we I just say... Wait, wait. Can we just say it's just an actor's choice? Yeah, you could say for that. A, for you a, a movie that. movie. Wait, did the Fences... Was, was it made into a movie movie no, too? No, Like a TV That's movie what, or filmed... No. No, they filmed the play. They filmed the play. The play, okay. I could have sworn they had like a was. TV... Oh, this. you know what I'm thinking of? I'm thinking of um, Charles Dutton. <clears throat> Oh yeah, yeah, and he the piano lesson, he did. Piano where they filmed, where they filmed yeah. before, yeah. right, right. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, you know, it's what can I, what can I say? What can I, I say? I am not dogging Denzel. Oh, All I'm say? saying is no, but you're right, but, but but you know what? But 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 Denzel, when he does those kind of like those mm-hmm. those moments in movies where he's giving you lectures shit like that, he does make them funny. It, it doesn't matter what movie it's mm-hmm. in. It's in Trinity. He's doing mm-hmm. that. He's like you mm-hmm. know. 
I, I am Godzilla and shit. Like mm-hmm. that's almost a funny line. Mm-hmm. It's not intentionally funny, but it comes. It comes off. Funny. It comes across as. I'm, it I, off, might, I might go see it just because yeah. of Viola Davis uh, and because you know the writer of it is from Pittsburgh, which is where my mom is from. So, <laughs> so yeah, August Wilson, go Pittsburgh. Um, yeah, you know what? Since you reminded me, I probably will go see it. It's one of those movies you go see with the fam. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you right now, I'm looking forward to seeing Hidden Figures. Okay. And go see Arrival. All I'm saying is, it just reminded me of everybody talks about how great Lawrence Olivier is as fucking Macbeth or one of those Shakespeare things. And then you see somebody else do it and people always compare. You know, right. that's it. Felt like that right. to me. That's right. all I'm well, saying. Well, well, right. It's not saying right. Denzel can't well, act. That's oh, yeah, not yeah. what it's I'm tricky saying. because do you remember that time when we were at the thing two weeks ago, the, mm-hmm. twi- the, the Twinkie Bird thing, mm-hmm. and that guy did the Hannibal Lecter? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like. I walked out of that moment, but I came in like... Oh, you came in the last bit? Yeah, Yeah. so people were doing these monologues, right? right? And the guy... Some guy came over there and he did the scene... Is it painful painful sometimes, like the Showtime at the Apollo? No. Okay. These were all really good. Oh, really. The two winners were just fucking sick. Right. Uh, But this white guy came out and he did... The scene from you have to do scenes from TV shows. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> or movies? Going to be movies. movies yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or movies. Well, yeah. Yeah. Because this guy was doing a scene okay. from from Sons of the Lambs okay. when he's talking to her and he's like doing the nice Chianti that whole right. little piece, and it's like um, his choices were so close to what Anthony Hopkins did. It, yeah, he I, just did it, a replica. It, like it, it almost was a mimic. Right. Yeah. And I was like. I don't even know if you can act because I mean what he yeah. did was good, right? But I don't. But it's there's a template there. So mm-hmm. how do you you really have to flip it up in a way that makes right. it so different? And that's yeah. what happens when you put certain kind of stage performances mm-hmm. on tape. It's that's like, true. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't beat that now. Well, there was a do? good example of what Chris is just saying and what you were just saying between humor and drama. <clears throat> he chose to go the humorous way. He chose to go the dramatic way. Now. That same night at shout out to Twinkie Bird, um, Twinkie Bird's uh, monologue slam, um, she did the the two winners actually had a tie. Now there's a white girl and a black girl. The black girl in the end they both were so good. They're like, you guys are gonna give us one more. And they're like, we don't have anything else. Bitch, you like, came unprepared. Come up oh, with no, something. No, 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 what? no. It was really dope. It was really dope what they did. Yeah. We did what they did. Because you do, you do your monologue. You do your second monologue. You know, as a semifinalist, and then as a the finalist, they're like. Now you guys got a battle. Like we got to do another one, and so it just kind of came up. Yeah, because usually they would have chose. Okay, gotcha. And what was dope about what Twinkie does is that she tells you, you got to prepare a comedy monologue and you prepare a dramatic monologue, and the night of I will will roll dice and we'll see which one you get to do. Yeah. And so you know, and so the people went out and the and and both these both the 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 black woman did a comedy one first, Mm -hmm. and the white woman did a drama first. So Mm -hmm. so when they got to the to the final round, they had to do to flip it, mm-hmm. and then the, the and then because they were the audience was like, no, 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 you need to make them do one more thing. Mm-hmm. They, didn't like they couldn't it. decide because they, they both they were they wow. that fucking wow. good. And the white girl came out and did this scene that was really fucking good. This really really good like dramatic piece, you know, mm-hmm. which was like wow, wow, wow. But the black girl did this scene from I think King Lear. She just came which, out the which, box which, with the which accent, did the accent, everything. and it was like a, in a big like a big little monologue. Yes. You, you were like, oh shit. <laughs> Oh, now, shit. she clearly won. Right. But it's what you're just saying in regard to what I was saying about James L. Jones and Denzel. Right. It's a choice. Right. Now, the choice that everybody agreed on, yes, that, that dramatic Shakespeare monologue slammed you. However, it takes away from 
does it take away from what the white girl did with the more comedy slightly mm -hmm. version right, of right, her dramatic? Right, right, right. They were right. just as equally powerful, right, right. was the consensus. Mm -hmm. So but they agreed to make them a top. The top. Which we were cool with. We were cool. Yeah, I mean, because the, you know I mean? I mean, the woman who did the black woman, I don't remember her name, but when she did the Shakespeare thing, nobody expected that. Nobody because expected. the thing is that, is that in the whole thing, no one did a Shakespeare piece at all. And to pull out Shakespeare and to do that piece, it wasn't like the monologue from Hamlet or the piece from Macbeth with Lady mm -hmm. Macbeth. It's like, I'm, I almost want to, I don't know the scene specifically, I want to say it's from, uh, King Lear. Mm -hmm. And then King Lear, it's like, you know, the, the big scenes are with King Lear, not with, I mean, the women have a, it's really their play, but, um, she just killed it, mm. and and it was such a everybody and it was a long like fucking Apollo and wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and it was a longer piece. It was the white girl? Her piece was kind of short, maybe yeah. like I almost felt like she was improvising that a little bit. Were, yeah, yeah. Um, I almost it was like maybe yeah. like thirty, forty okay. seconds, something like that. But yeah. she went on for like two minutes and yeah. said, "Hi, motherfuckers." Yeah, <laughs> she went like that. Blah, dropped them out. So are you at least Lisa Coat Jam? Oh, you can always find me on Twitter. Saturday night, Saturday night sci-fi <laughs> with Geek Soul Brother. Hey, Geek Soul up, Brother, Geek? you know, tweeting along are just shenanigans with the the whole Nerds of Prey squad, Black Girl Nerds, just the whole geeky nerdy folk <laughs> on Twitter, just mm -hmm. shenanigans all the time. Um, bitch flicks. Um, please go online and support. Uh, I have a uh, anthology out with my Clarion class, uh, science fiction writers. It's called the Yellow Volume. So if you go online. And you donate. It's pay what you can, y'all. So you can pay 99 cents. What's your new story? Or you can, uh, the story that's in it, the short story is called Immaculate. Mm -hmm. And it's about, the premise is, what if Jesus or God had the second coming? Instead of sending one baby Jesus, he sent like hundreds of them <laughs> to different people to hedge his bets. And mm -hmm. it's about a young girl who creates a support group mm -hmm. for women who have these baby Jesuses. <laughs> And but they found out these baby Jesuses are kind of fucked up. <laughs> They're not the holy babies that they thought they was going to be. That's and funny. basically, what happens when you wake up in 2015 and find out uh, you're the Black virgin? Mirror? Okay, y'all should be doing this episode. <laughs> when you find out that you are the new, you know, Mary, you know, Mother Mary of God, and it's mm -hmm. not what it's all cracked up to be. Interesting. Mm -hmm. That sounds okay, good. That's a good flip. Mm -hmm. Where you at, Chris? I'm, get, I'm at shadowboxercinema.net. I am on Twitter at unauthorized CBD, and you can see the film that I direct with my brother and that he'll produce called Architects of Crime at architectsofcrime.com. Yes, sir. And I'm your host, Hilliard Guess. You guys can find me on Twitter at Hilliard Guess. Why are you standing at me? Crazy I like am that? being polite. <laughs> you being way too polite. I <laughs> am sitting here with my hands folded. I'm on my best behavior. Uh-huh. You guys can follow the show at Screenwriters <laughs> RR. I don't trust you. Um, <laughs> any questions? ScreenwritersRantRoom at gmail.com. Um, please follow us on Facebook, uh, Screenwriters Rant Room. You guys know how to follow us. Um, that's it. I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Big shout out to all the countries. You know how you are. We appreciate you guys following us, um, et cetera, et cetera. If you haven't seen it, go watch Moonlight. That's just the shit. Um, loving. Arrival. Um, what's coming? We want people Arrival. to see Arrival. Um, if you get a chance to see The Handmaiden, if you're that, if 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 you're a Chanwick Park fan, like if you if you sat through Old Boy and said that is my shit, mm -hmm. uh, then that's the movie for you. Mm -hmm. uh, of course, The Arrival. I mean, not The Arrival. It's Arrival. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, go check it out. Um, 
Uh, I'm trying to think what else is really, really, really good. Um, Doctor Strange is Doctor really, Strange. really okay. good. It's Did you probably, go see it's it? It's probably the best Marvel film. I saw it at the Chinese theater in IMAX. It was like, you know, suspicious mm-hmm. as hell. But <sighs> All right, I guess I'll call it now. Linnell, we got to go. seeing that mm-hmm. and that. I mean, in that Did format. you have an issue with there not being an Asian guy? No. Okay. No. Because here's the thing that kind of like people don't know the comic, you don't know, mm-hmm. but the role that Chibito Ejiofor plays, mm-hmm. he's not black in the comic. Okay. He's a white guy. He's like Eastern European or some shit like that. But there was no talk. There's no, nothing brought up. So like I'm okay with. It. Here's the thing. Tilda Swinton. She's not. They're not saying she was Asian character. They're just saying she's an old character. Hmm. And they and they and they oh, wise she, she, and they it, they mentioned she's some like Dublin or something like that. Like she's or. or She's from Ireland, is what they say, hmm. uh, because the way it's set up in the thing, all the people where they study are from all over the world. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I look, there's probably a lot of Asian actresses that could have played that role. I'm sure, yes. but I think that was one of those things where those directors and the film and the people at Marvel were like, "We got Tilda Swinton to say yes. Fuck, we got it. We got to do something for her. We really got to." Um, they make her Doctor you know, Strange. I mean, that, well, she can act her ass off. Yeah, that's, that's why. Fine. I mean, she's she was, wasn't she is, about her she is, skills. She's, no. one, she's one of my favorites. No, I mean, yeah. so, you know, I mean, it's. I mean, you know, there was all this talk that they wanted. Do- they wanted Johnny Depp to. Johnny Depp was a front runner for this for a very, very long time. And I and I that, and, that and, and, and watching the movie it would have been terrible with yeah. Johnny Depp because yeah. it's kind of like the right people mm-hmm. do the right thing mm-hmm. and you. You know, I, I don't know. I just okay. just okay. the way it's set up, it, the way it, it it breaks a lot of storytelling rules, and mm. uh, for those for those big type of films, mm-hmm. um, special effects are fucking awesome and mm-hmm. shit. And it just like and it channels what the, what's in the that comic. I think more than all the other Marvel films have done. Wow. Like they're not they're, they're they're like, like Iron Man and shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, like like Iron Man is very simple. He just has the mm-hmm. armor. You make the armor work. Mm-hmm. Um, like Thor is totally revamped because it's like they're aliens, not mm-hmm. inviting to the North the Norse gods. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, other kind of things. You know, there's no Red Skull really mm-hmm. in is Loki the in Captain it? America. Loki He's hinted. Because oh. you know I'm a mm-hmm. you know that's my man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even though he ended up dating um, what's her name, and I'm like, yeah. I thought you had some quality <laughs> taste. Yeah, so I thought you had some taste. Is that coming out this year? The Skull Island is that coming out now? Uh, you know what? I'm I'm be honest with you. I thought it came and went, and nobody saw it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not seeing that shit. <laughs> <laughs> even though my man is in it, I ain't seeing that. It's like, exactly. how many times you gonna do King Kong? Yes. I can't even get some other shit done, but you are gonna do King Kong for the fiftieth time? We do King well, Kong every. Doing Godzilla we do too. King no Kong every generation. Godzilla fans, but yeah. look, Godzilla, you res- you put some respect on his name. I love me some Godzilla. You know what? Godzilla <laughs> is the goat. King Kong is not. King Kong is corny as hell. I agree. It's like that whole like I'm just going from old school because I used to be very uncomfortable with King Kong because it was always like. He's with the black people, and we was like savages, and white people had to come and take some. So I still have those like intergenerational scarring from right, King Kong. Right, right, right. So King Kong, I mean, I was mad when they had King Kong versus Godzilla when I was a kid. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm like, yeah. ain't this some shit? Like yeah. when you're six years old watching on TV, like this, ain't this a bitch? So I have some feels about King Kong. So you you watch what you say about Godzilla. <laughs> Fine. E- even though I did not like the new Godzilla movie. That's what's up. I didn't know it was like coming it. out. There's like a f- there's that new Ben Affleck movie coming out that looks interesting called They Live by Night. What's um, that? Or, or the... Or the uh, Wait, is it Hitman? The, no, that's no. the it's the accountant. 
Unless they can't. Uh, I know there's one that it, him and Matt Damon producing again. I think that's this. There's it's a sub. He directed this movie too. It's it's, a, it's like some 1940s gangster film or something like that. Okay. It looked interesting. I saw the yeah. saw the show offers, but it looked interesting. Oh, he could direct. Um, he I don't direct. know what else is even like on the horizon to come out that people were talking. Like, about. is it is it thuggish gangster stuff or is it just like kind of the. Dramatic, like is this shooting and craziness? Yeah, and, oh, he's a wise guy. That's my shit. It feels like there might be some Cuban type shit because there's like a shit burning down and machine guns, Tommy guns, and shit blowing up. I mean, oh, I'm it, there. It, it looks Y'all like a, more action y okay. than, than like a oh, you know, I'm there than like a Godfather type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know what else is. I, th- I think there's a new Scorsese film coming out, The Silence. I don't even mm. know, like, nothing's really oh, the great. The Great Wall. I saw the show for that. I'm going to go see it when it comes out because I'm a fan of the director. But, you know, there'll be some side eye. Uh But you know what? It actually didn't look that bad. I saw the trailer. I saw Doctor Strange. Tread tread carefully. It it didn't (laughs) didn't look that bad. Um, On that note, y'all know how we're doing on the rant room. (laughs) Join in with me. On the show, we give it real, <laughs> we give it opinionated, we give it one, everybody. 2016. 2016. Peace, y'all. Ciao. Peace. Let the beast about the cage That light about the dark Can you build the inferno From the itty bitty spark Coffee shop hustlers Rise with the cream A million of the writers Same Hollywood dream Your pen and paper All like bullets in the gun Write what you feel Say what you want In the red room We say what we say We do what we feel We gotta keep it real In the red room All about the crap So look, if you guys are grown, let's go ahead and get in. Mm-hmm.